Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the mother-daughter journey. Hi, everyone. We are so excited today to be welcoming the lovely Galen Apt to our podcast. So excited. Round of applause. Snap snaps for her. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Galen. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you lovely ladies. And thank you so much for joining us. So I'm going to start with just introducing Galen, um, reading a little bit about who she is and what she does. Galen Apt is an intuitive transformation guide and founder of Venture Into Change. Love that name, by the way. Thank you. She currently lives in Foster, Rhode Island with her husband and a dog. She has two grown children, each making their way on opposite coasts. Galen's own personal development journey has taken her into the realms of chakras, archetypes, crystals, human design, and astrology, culminating in the development of her innovative conscious dressing modality. Super cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Pause. I'm like, fun, wow. right? Gosh, wow. I sound interesting. <laughs> yeah. A little bit more through this approach, she empowered her clients to connect with themselves on a deeper level by consciously choosing clothing and accessories that provide support and alignment with their inner selves. As Galen continued her metaphysical studies, her focus shifted from leading with style to utilizing style as just one of the many tools in her arsenal, which we love because that's, a, we say like so many tools, exactly. different tools for different people. Every relationship has a snowflake because they're different. Mm -hmm. So there's no one way. Yep. Finally, in 2023, she fully embraced her calling and launched Venture Into Change. Galen App serves as a tether for individuals navigating life's rough seas. Her unique perspective guides them into stepping out of the realm of woundology, which is a new term that she will have to definitely describe for us. And I'm already into it, helping them find or create healthy coping mechanisms for issues like anxiety, check, overwhelm, check, <laughs> <laughs> nervous system overload, check, and exhaustion, check. She specializes in teaching clients to establish self-awareness, healthy boundaries, and to approach challenging situations without fear. Galen's educational journey includes a plethora of things, including Associate of Business Administration from Catherine Gibbs School in Boston, leadership from CVS Corporate, and certifications as an image consultant, crystal and chakra healer, and Reiki practitioner. She is currently on track to achieve a master Reiki certification. Additionally, Galen has completed an in-depth course on sacred contracts, AKA archetypes, through Caroline Miss. Her passion for continuous learning is evident as she delves into books on Buddhism, intuition, codependency, quantum physics, intention, spiritual awakening, and mindset. What she fondly refers to as her self-guided PhD. In transformational physics, Galen Apt is a beacon of transformation and empowerment, 
dedicated to helping individuals navigate the waves of life with grace and authenticity. I love it. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, listen, red Abigail. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <Why> thank you. <laughs> I'm listening to it and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Anyway, welcome. And I'm just going to kick it right off with the very first question, which is what does the mother daughter relationship mean to you? Oh my gosh, the mother-daughter relationship. Well, I'm lucky enough to have one and to be in one, right? So I have got it from both sides as well. And it is probably the foundation of, of my entire existence as a woman, to be totally honest with you. You know, that's, it brought me up through my relationship with my mom, who just, I adored as a child. Like I just, I followed her around. I, I was like her little leg ornament, like totally attached to her. And, you know, and that gave me the foundation to become the person I am so that I could then provide that for my own daughter. And I feel very blessed to have had a really amazing relationship with my daughter. Definitely count her as one of my best friends and just so blessed to have that little creature in my life. I love her so much. (laughs) She's so cute. (laughs) She is that. I've seen her. Very, very cute. She's very cute. (laughs) How would you say that your relationship with your mother has evolved over time from being that little girl who absolutely followed her mother around and adored her to now through all those, you know, transitional years to now? Yeah, it's been a bumpy ride. Definitely. And um, not when you really think about until you kind of look back at it. But I definitely, you know, as a child, I started out, like I said, just worshiping my mom, just the most beautiful, just everything about her was lovely. Um, and then, you know, of course, I get to my teenage years and start to to push away and want to be a little more independent. And my mom has always been um, very independent herself. And she was um, one of the things she raised me knowing is that children come through you. They are not for you. They come through you. And so it was, it was beautiful. Right. And she just always knew that she would be releasing us out into the wild. We were not hers to keep. And so that, I right. I know. Wait, 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 wait. Can we? So she was be, like revolutionary before I know, her time. Right? I feel like so so wise, and that really always stuck with me. And it did help me when, like, when I left for college, I was the youngest of three. I was the last to leave the house, and so I went to Boston. Shortly thereafter, my mom sold the house and moved to Florida to be near her parents. And there was definitely the, oh, good, you're out. I've sold the house and I'm out of here, right? But because I already had that mindset of, well, that's this is what's supposed to happen. I have launched and I'm doing my thing and she's just going down to Florida. So, okay, she's off doing her thing. And so that was a pretty decent launch for me and it, it kept me above board. In my 20s, things got a little rougher. And I think that was also because um, my mom's life got a little rougher. The relationships she was having were challenging. And as I was sort of heading into my own and meeting my husband and um, uh, or before even before meeting my husband, going through boyfriends, challenging relationships, we definitely sort of hit a rocky road where the things she was saying, the, the support I was getting wasn't feeling like what I needed, wasn't feeling super nourishing at the time. But, you know, it was what it was. And because she had raised me, I think, as strongly as she had, I was like, okay, well, I got to make my way. And that's actually when I started 
doing my own work and looking at me because it's it's time to stop you know you can you can look at the influences on your life for so long and say oh my parents did this or my teachers did this or my friends did this and then you can go yep they did and now what do i get to do about it and now it's mine to fix <laughs> and so it. in my 20s that's when i started um delving in to doing my work and it's been a long haul <laughs> it's oh, yeah. been a long haul and now you know my mom is um you know she and I have a great relationship we we don't have the relationship where we talk every week but that's also very me although my, ironically my daughter does call me every week so she's like the polar opposite of me. <laughs> I don't know how that happened but that's so awesome <laughs> that's how it goes <laughs> it's, it feels like you're kind of the balance in between yes and my mom and I have a great relationship now, um, and I love it. Perfect, you know. Um, and as a matter of fact, she's coming to coming to visit with all my siblings soon, so I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yay! Right. That's reunion. awesome. Awesome. Okay, so how would you compare the way that your relationship with your mom evolved to the way that your relationship with Emma evolved? I think, um, you know, also having the advantage of doing the work and being born when I was born. Right, my mom didn't have that any of that stuff really, nope. right? Nope. That was just sort of new stuff coming through. So I had the advantage of having her wisdom uh, experience and the things that she had been through. And then the opportunity for me to work on myself before I had kids. So I didn't have my daughter till I was 31. So she, I have two kids. So I had her at 31. A little age, a little wisdom goes a long way. I Absolutely. knew how I wanted to show up in the relationship. And I knew I wanted to do my very best and consciously create this relationship with this little being, this amazing little thing that I was blessed to, you know, be the portal into this universe for. <laughs> oh, you know, she picked me of all the people out there. She picked me, right? So, I'm not, you know what she was doing. I should say, I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh my God. So it's, it's, been, it's been very conscious on my part. You know, have I been perfect? Not by a long shot. And I'm sure she would be right. more than happy to tell you all the things I did. <laughs> She's like, yeah, keep them in a little she notebook. Yep. Love she to hear all those recently, dirty little secrets now. She actually said, she goes, she came home to visit and she's like, oh, I was looking through my room and I found this little journal. And she goes on one page, I wrote how I was so mad at you, mom, for something. She goes, I didn't write down what I was mad at you for. She was like 11. <laughs> she goes, but man, I was mad at you. <laughs> and she was just laughing. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sure oh. I did something just absolutely horrendous, you know? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, oh, yes. definitely. <laughs> right. Yes. Because that's so me. But anytime I made a mistake, and I was usually pretty aware when it happened, hmm. I made it a point for myself to apologize to my children when I felt I made a mistake and to try to go back and go, I am sorry for how I behaved. That was not right. And to try to make it right um, and learn from my mistakes and move forward. So it's, you know, being a mother has been brilliantly life-changing of course and such uh the best class i've ever taken right oh my yes. gosh that's funny abigail likes to refer to you know as the school of life yeah the school of motherhood oh, <laughs> right and it's still going on they still oh it's still, still going on never it ending doesn't end wait until the babies come oh. <laughs> there's another hole there's another hole uh you know step in it i i want to um backtrack a little so something you said i absolutely loved that you 
when you had your daughter, you knew how you wanted to show up in that relationship, which it's kind of until recently has been a whole wild concept to me. Like just the idea of knowing ahead of time in any relationship, like how you want to show up, what you want out of the relationship, what you want the other person to get. And it reminded, like, as you were talking, it made me think of how different our, our journey was. Absolutely. Right. So So, yeah. So obviously you had been, like you said, you were going through your own journey. Can you pinpoint something specifically that helped you get to the awareness of, I want to consciously create this relationship and not just be a part of it? That's an excellent question. Um, let me think about that for a minute. I would say, I know I, I, I kind of just yeah, no, on I, pulled I'm, that one out of the air. <laughs> I'm all about it. I love a good, you know, throw a question at me and let's see what comes out of my mouth. Right. I don't right. know. What to... just filter <laughs> from above. <laughs> Yay. Know. You know, it's interesting. I think it was, uh, re I did a lot of reading and I, I want to say it was, might've even been my mom because she had a harder relationship with my sister in the younger years. So growing up, I was easier, younger, and my sister was challenging. And then things changed. And I think watching that relationship with my mom and my sister and watching what my mom did and what my sister did, I was able to learn a lot just through observation. And that is my way. I am a, a big observer of people. Right. So I observe situations before I jump in or, you know, I assess them what's going on. And I have to say, my mom would also recommend books. And some of the books I think that I read, I remember when I was pregnant with Emma, how to talk so your kids will listen and listen so your kids will talk was pivotal in my parenting. And I, I even had my husband read it because I was like, this is, this is so important to start planting these seeds. And it was, it was just, it's all about having conscious conversations and setting containers and asking questions in different ways. And did I do it perfectly? Absolutely not. But I really tried my best. I kept it in the back of my mind. Right. So at the very least I knew what I was trying to do and I may have flubbed it now and then, but I I did my (laughs) darndest. Even the most prepared human is human. Exactly. 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 Can you repeat the name of that book? What is it? Have talks. So they listen. How to talk. So your kids will listen and listen. So your kids will talk. And there's one for younger kids. And then they have one for uh, like a teenage version. And I read them both and they're very easy. There's like little cartoons in it. It's like really well done. It's like a a, a, a graphic novel kind of thing almost, but it was really good. And it really made you think, it made you go back to the things that your parents had said to you in certain ways and the way you'd reacted. And you went, Ooh, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. Which is huge and key. It's something that we talk about of, instead of just, um, gosh, robotically parenting and, and just filtering down what was taught and said to you consciously parenting. Right. Yes. Okay. So we're going to shift gears here because you have been somebody for Abigail and us that have really helped our journey individually, individually and, together. and together. So, so we, thanks. yes. So we wanted <laughs> well, to kind you. of, kind of touch on that a little bit um, because we often say, you know, 
you have to be your own person, fulfill your own needs and model the kind of behavior that you want rather than trying to control it. Right. And for you, you are somebody that I say, like you model behavior very well for everybody around you. When we have the privilege of being in your sphere and just by you modeling that behavior, we, it actually helped our relationship okay. in our yeah. group, right? Both individually. And so we're very curious. <laughs> can you please explain? <laughs> Cry, I know, right? Hey, you guys. What you <laughs> by transformational guide and what first led you to serve in that way? Uh, well, first off, you guys, I just love you too so much. And it's just, oh. it's, it's such an honor to be in your sphere as well. So it's mutual yeah. admiration society here right now, right? Lots and lots of love. <laughs> love us. <laughs> you know, when I, when I was doing styling um, as the style Sherpa back in the day, a big part of what drew me to that, I think, was because I've always as much as I always wanted to, to belong, to, to fit in, I, ne I never fit in. I'm five foot 10 with big curly hair and uh, aerodynamic. You know, I just, I just never looked like a normal person, normal girl, right? I just, it was always a little what is like- normal? What is normal? I just- I hate if, that word. I know, I know. But it, at the time, right, that was, I, yes, that I was the you. words we use. I, I, I know right. it's not, it's not appropriate you. now, but when I was a teenager, that was, that oh, was, those were right. the terms. That's how I felt. That's how everyone felt. Not that we realize that because we're all so flipping self-involved, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But as much as I wanted to fit in, I still wanted to stand out and just I wanted to do me. And I just, it wasn't something I could fight. I literally, like, I had to do it from, it just came forth out of me. I have to dress differently. I have to dress for me. And I have to do these things for me. And I, it was unconscious at the time. I just knew I had to do it. So, you know, I, it, it's so funny because I was, I did want to be like everyone else, but I, I was doing it in my own way and not being like everyone else yet being like everyone else and not being like everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Does that make yes. any sense? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'll go to that as a tangent, and I loved okay. it. But yes, I do know what you're saying. I followed it. <laughs> I too, but we're tangent girls. See? I love it's that. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, how did that transition when you to the transformational part move from dressing to the Galen that is sitting before us now? Right. So, I took that. I took that from myself, and I created the style Sherpa, and worked with people to to start bringing them, bringing their true self out and to introduce them to this idea of, you don't have to look like everyone else, you want to look like you. And the reason you're uncomfortable in what you're wearing is because you're trying to dress like someone you're not. And through that, uh, I realized people just need permission. And so I, I, I got a lot of aha moments and there was more coaching than anything that I did in styling. Like the styling was literally, they thought that's what they were getting, but that's not what they were getting. <laughs> it's one of like, your clients. I can attest to that now looking back. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. And so as I continued to delve on my personal journey and I realized I was using all these tools sort of behind the scenes with my clients. I was like, you know what? It's time to come out of the closet literally and figuratively, like come out of the style closet, right? Clothing is important. It helps us sort of show up as we are, but it's not the only thing. And 
I was like, I needed to show up differently. I needed to be providing something richer and on the surface to my clients. And I was like, I, I, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready to step aside. I'm still happy to work with you and come up with outfits for clients for speaking engagements or photo shoots and things like that for my clients that I am working with. But that's not why I'm working with them. That's right, just right. one more tool that I'm like, okay, that's what you've got coming up this week or next week. All right, let's work on that. Let's let's make you feel the best and let's talk about that. And and then how are these pieces working for you? So I get to delve a little deeper into like the color theory and the and the jewelry you're picking and and you know the why of picking out those clothes. And it it just by working with them, it helps it sort of seep into their brain so that they can do it on their own without me because I can't always be there holding their hand, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but Kaylin. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. A little Sherpa on your shoulder. I know. <laughs> I can attest that that does work, right? That that what you are doing with the clothes does kind of filter through because I just had a speaking, we just did a speaking gate a couple weeks ago. And before I did it, I was, I had the outfit and I was like, you know, I'm just going to see if I can run this by Galen. <laughs> and I I'm knew, so right. I right. knew the answers like I needed you to say to me now that necklace not going to work. And even in my head, I'm like, you I needed know, permission. I knew the pants mm -hmm. were a little bit from like, I need, like, I knew the things you were going to say. I, I was feeling a little insecure and I just needed you to say it, but I've learned over the years from all the things that you've said. So it was, it was very funny afterwards. I was like, you know, I needed her for my like own little well-being. I don't think I actually needed her to figure the outfit out. <laughs> You did not. You absolutely yeah. did not. And I have to tell you, it's it's ridiculous. And this is probably why I'm not a great business person. I I don't want my clients to need me forever. I my whole purpose here is to let's let's get you some tools. Uh, hold your hand while you learn how to use them. Oh. I'm here for resource, and then fly, fly, fly off you go. Right, just yes. like my mom taught me. My children aren't meant to stay with us. The clients are. I, I want them to go fly so that they can go bring their genius to the world in the best version of themselves. Exactly. I love you. You just put our hands into words. I love that. I know. <laughs> All right. So let me see. Where are we? I'm just like so involved in our conversation. I forgot where I was at. Oh, no. I remember now. <laughs> you mentioned in the bio that Abigail read, you mentioned a lot of different modalities that you use and teach kind of tailing off of what you were just talking about like all of the different tools right and we yeah. often as we said at the beginning right every relationship in person is a snowflake and so each modality is going to hit them in a different way and we're curious do you have a favorite modality or do they switch based on your needs each time oh that's a fun question i love that i have to say Probably my favorite. I'm an archetype girl. Like I, okay. I've, I've delved deep. I'm, you know, I've taken the classes from Caroline Mace and actually I have to credit her with the term woundology. That is Caroline Mace's terminology, woundology, oh, okay. but it is, it just nails it right we you know sitting in our woundology and we, we can have a conversation on that if you want <laughs> maybe, maybe just a little one Would maybe you just mind? a little one uh, yeah so i love it ties in so perfectly yeah i love archetypes and i love human design these two modalities um i'm such a human nature geek and they <laughs> feed my little geeky soul and it just it's helping to understand why we're doing the things we do and how we do them. And it's funny because it really, it's like, oh, it puts it into classifications in a way that's like, 
Oh, yeah, that's exactly why I did that. I mean, when I oh, found out no. I was a projector in human design and that projectors need an invitation, it totally put in perspective the idea that I don't like to reach out and bother people. I was like, oh, I don't want to call them. I might be bothering them. But I love it if people call me, ask me for something. I want that. And mm -hmm. it helped me go, oh, that's why I do that. That's one of the ways I bring my gift to the world is I need the invitation. So instead of looking at it as like, God, I am such a bad friend or, you know, I really don't have the confidence to like pick up the phone and make that phone call or oh, I hate phone calls. I get to look at it as no, I just function like this. How else can I find an invitation? And that's how I learned to tap into an energetic invitation as well. It doesn't just have to be a physical or verbal. I get to tap into that energetic invitation that someone might be putting out there for me. Consciously or unconsciously. You got it. Love it. I love it. I love it. That's right. How it has, <laughs> I like, I think I'm so like enthralled in what you're saying. I think at my own order of questions, but when we touched on this a okay. little bit, but as you have evolved your business and how you serve the world, how has your daughter and your mother received that? How have they influenced it or hindered or, you know, kind of made you step back and have to think, mm, this is affecting them in some certain way or any of it? You know what I mean? I do any of it and all of it. And so it's actually kind of multi multi leveled. When I first made this uh, decision to drop the Sherpa to break up with style and to step into my own name. And it truly was me stepping into my own name for the first time in my life, which is, was a big deal for me. I, I hear that. Yeah, it, it was a really big deal. I, I put out the story. I was putting out the vulnerable story about how, when I was a stay at home mom, I would have these points where I would just like, I, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I didn't want to be there. I was overwhelmed. I would stand at the end of the driveway and I would just want to like pull a Marie Osmond, right? I just want to run. I just, I just, I felt that on a very deep level. And I was like, oh, I, I see her. I feel that, right? Like I'm out of here. I just have to get out. I felt trapped. And so when I was like, I need to be honest about my story and I put it out there, I talked to my kids and they said, Hey, I just want to let you know this is going out there and I'm going to be talking about it, but this story isn't about you. Okay. So this, this is about my journey and what I was going through. And I, I had a conscious conversation with both of them. I said, and I want you to ask me questions or tell me concerns, anything that you have around this. Um, and it wasn't the first time that they had heard this from me, but they were both like, no, that's fine. Okay. We get it. And I'm like, okay, whew, that's good. Yeah. That's Wait, good. Gone. <laughs> right. And on the other hand, with my mom, um, she embraced it on a level that she has never embraced anything I've ever done before, which nice. I wasn't expecting. Nice. Right. She's always been supportive for sure. She's wonderfully supportive. But this was supportive on a different level. This was like, I'm so proud of you and I'm so impressed with you. And before it was always like, oh, that's a nice thing you're doing. Right. So supportive, yeah, lovely. But this was at a, oh, okay, wow. And I have to say, that just felt so different in my soul. <laughs> right. To be that. like, oh, I think I'm onto something here. I think maybe I have finally found that 
that level that I've been working towards, like, oh, okay, this makes sense. This is where I'm meant to be. So it's kind of big, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder if your your mom could kind of sense that about you or see that somehow. I know we will have to ask her. We yeah, will have absolutely. to ask her. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a few more questions. First one is what is your definition of success? Because we talk about that a lot, the expectations of parents to their children. And we have this picture in our mind of what mm-hmm. success for them is. We kind of sometimes lose success for ourselves. And there's, of course, the societal pictures and depictions of success. Exactly. We talk a lot about, you know, shifting that and changing the perspective. So what is your definition, Galen? My definition of success for me personally is having a balance in my life. Balance is so important to me. I need to have to the Libra in me. Sorry. (laughs) Right. Well, I, I, I'm a triple air sign. So I'm a double Gemini with a Libra rising. So, Oh yeah. Oof. Oh my. This is why I don't stay grounded. Does that explain anything about me? Do you know? You know what? I'm in the process of learning about this. So yes, it is. It's making a little bit of sense. It's making a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, it's, it's classic. So grounding is hard, but that's why balance is so important. I like, I, I literally need to be surrounded by all the chakra colors. I like, if you look around my house, I didn't understand it, but when I was painting my house, like, I want this color here and that color there. And I'm like, okay, it's like rainbow bright vomited all over my house. Like what is going on, Galen? But it makes me so happy. I don't like white walls. I don't like white walls. They freak me out completely. It's empty. Yeah. So uh, balance is success. So if I can have a day where I'm doing some work, and then also doing something creative and, and taking care of myself, maybe doing self Reiki or, or spending time with a dog or and taking care of my family. So having balance is key to me. If I'm too much in one thing or another, that makes me feel like I'm failing in, in areas. Um, I would also say success is knowing that I'm planting seeds and helping other people to grow and evolve because that truly is what i'm here for i think it's what most of us and as women and not to exclude the men because men are too but i think as women in general we are here to heal the planet one person at a time and that's why there's so many of us healers and and coaches and things like that out there because there's so many people who need to hear this mm-hmm. and they need a guiding hand and someone to help them chop through the roughage you know and create that trail and so success for me is when a client goes i'm really enjoying learning about my inner child i'm i'm you know i'm i'm really taking what you've given me and helping it and using it to get through hard times and then seeing them share it as well because that's the ripple effect absolutely oh yeah absolutely. one of our favorite things is the yeah, ripple effect exactly yeah. i love it awesome all right so this this is a little off the wall question. actually it's the most important question that we have lined up for you <laughs> oh boy oh boy what is your favorite cookie oh Oh, <laughs> you were not prepared for this one. I was not prepared, but I'm going to say, whew, probably an oatmeal chocolate chunk. 
not chocolate chip, but chocolate chunk. It's oh. the ratio and a texture thing. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. I can mess with that. I know, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little cinnamon in there just to bring out the chocolate. I like that chewy of the oatmeal. But mm-hmm. don't be putting raisins in there because that's just. Thank you. That's just wrong. <laughs> I personally would add the raisins, but it's okay. Because it's, okay. it's just like, oh, what did I just bite into? <laughs> It's okay. You can be wrong. Exactly. I can be. be. (laughs) Too funny. So there it is. Now, now the world knows. Now Now the world world knows. This actually probably is the most important question. Well, it is. And, but also before we ask this question, I just want to thank you so much for joining us and well, just for being you, right? Like you've helped us tremendously just by being you. And so I I thank you for that. Mm Mm-hmm. And, so and also, thank you for the burst of energy. Anytime, yes. even if we're in a, a Zoom room together, I'm like invigorated. Exactly. So. Oh, well, and thank you, thank you. I, <laughs> I do get, I do get energized being around people. You know, I feed off love and the energy with people, and I love you guys so much. You guys are just so supportive and sweet. So it's, it's amazing. So let's tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, if they would like to learn more about your guiding transformation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sort of all over the place. I have a website so they can find me at ventureintochange.com. They can find me at on Instagram at Galen Apt, A-B-T. So it's G-A-E-L-E-N-A-B-T. I am also on Facebook as Galen Apt and I have a Facebook group called Venture Into Change uh, where I share lots of inspiration. I do weekly videos. And I've also just launched a class that is going to be happening this week. And I have a feeling it's going to be something I do again, because I'm getting a lot of interest, people going, I can't come, but I want to do it on um, unleashing your intuition. So strategies for a higher IQ and intuition quotient, as I call it. And so helping people, like starting to teach people how to recognize their intuition and how to start exercising it and just getting people to be like, start trusting themselves because that is key when we're personal development. Yeah. Excellent. People still sign up for this class. (laughs) Oh yes, they can absolutely sign up for this class. So they can reach out to me at Galen at ventureintochange.com. They go to my website. They can message me through any of the social medias, um, any of the things. Um, So reach out. Okay. Well, thank you. Man, this was awesome. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) Thank you Um, for having me, ladies. You guys are just amazing. And your work that you're doing here is so important. So thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. But for the most fun, go find us on TikTok at The Mother Daughter Journey. See you next time.